hello once again my brothers and sisters it is i once again brother craig sims just want to say welcome once again to my podcast today's podcast we are going to be talking about victory in christ you know we have the victory i believe i taught on a lesson that was probably similar to to this but it's it's different amen you know every lesson is different um And with that being said, we're going to be coming from the book of Isaiah, the 54th chapter, the 17th verse. And I'm going to split that 17th verse into, let me see here, one, two, three parts. All right. In which with each part, I have a PowerPoint or maybe two. And I have some supporting scriptures in between. So it will be Isaiah 54 and 17 part A, B and C. Just for those who are following along, I don't want to throw anyone off. So with that being said, it says right here um, that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper or shall succeed. So the first um, point I want to make is this, is that as believers, we need to know and understand that weapons will be formed against us. This Christian life, amen, we have to remember that we're in a battle. We have to remember that we are in a fight and weapons will be formed against us. Now, a weapon is something that is designed to do what? To hurt, injure, to inflict harm. So the enemy is out to harm us. He's out to hurt us. And those weapons will be formed and he will use people. He will use any means he can, you know, financial problems he would try anything amen to cause us harm but at the same time we have to understand they won't succeed this christian life is not always easy although we go through things in this life christian and non-christian there are some things we will face just because we are christians that is we suffer what because of our faith in jesus now look what it says in luke 6 and 22 it says bless are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company and shall reproach you and cast out your name as evil and here it is from the son of man's sake so we're not just suffering to be suffering and we're not suffering from doing wrong we're suffering because we're tied to him now i like the way it says this in this version it's called the voice version it says when people hate you when they exclude you and insult you and write you off as evil on the account of the son of man you are blessed so you see that's why we can't always look at what it looks like the bible calls us blessed now my second point i want to make is this even though weapons will be formed or engineered to hurt us they will ultimately fail so they won't prosper they won't succeed second corinthians 2 and 14 says and i'm reading that that middle portion it says now thanks be unto god which always causes us to triumph in christ amen it says that he always causes us to triumph that means we always win romans 8 35 to 37 it says so who can separate us who can come between us and the love of God's anointed? Talking about Jesus. 
can troubles, hardship, persecution, hunger, poverty, danger, or even death? The answer is absolutely nothing. As the psalm says, on your behalf, our lives are in danger constantly. We're like sheep awaiting slaughter. But no matter what comes, we will always taste victory through him who loved us. So no matter what we go through, we're going to always taste victory. It says this in the um, Life Application Study Bible. I'm going to read these notes. They're not my own, but they were so good I had to put them in. Now, the last verse I read, verse, couple of verses I said, scripture was coming from the voice version. Uh, for those who want to follow along in your Bible, it says, Now these verses contain one of the most comforting promises in all scripture. Believers have always had to face hardship in many forms persecution, illness, imprisonment, and even death. These sometimes cause them to fear that they have been abandoned by Christ. But Paul exclaims, Nothing can separate us from Christ's constant presence with us. God assures us of his great love so that we will feel totally secure in him. If we believe these amazing assurances, we will not be afraid of anything. So we can be assured that no matter what we go through, he's always with us and we're always going to come out on the winning side. So guess what? We can lift our hands up in victory even before the battle is over. Hebrews 13 and 5 says this, it says, and I'm reading that last part, it says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Now that word forsake means abandon. So God says here, listen, I won't leave you. I won't abandon. I'm going to be with you through everything you go through. You know, the Bible says that he is what? He's a present help in the time of trouble. He's right there. Amen. In spite of what we're going through. Now we're moving back to Isaiah 54 and 17 and we are proceeding that verse, that part B. It says, in every tongue that shall rise against thee, in judgment thou shalt condemn. Now it says in the NIV, you will refute or prove to be wrong every tongue that accuses you. You know, it was talking about the courts, but we don't have to physically have to go to court to be in court. Amen. Sometimes we're judged in a court of public opinion. Whether on the job, whether in the family situation, you know, or even in the church sometimes. We can be judged in a court of public opinion. And he says that we're going to prove to be wrong. We're going to refute every tongue that accuses us amen so that brings me to my third powerpoint it says as believers we will face negative criticism now there is a such thing as positive criticism and that's criticism that's beneficial that's healthy and we need now this is talking about ne negative criticism criticism that is aimed at our destruction slander what is that that's when someone would take your your name, uh, they will say evil things about you, uh, they'll tell half-truths, and a lot of times it's designed to discredit us or to destroy our reputation, all right? And accusation, sometimes we're accused of doing things that we didn't do. And now it's talking about false accusations. Let me say that. 
not stuff we have actually done. So even if we have done something, we, we need to repent. Amen. But if not, um, we need to know that we're going to face those type of things. But in the end, we win. All right. And then it says, but God will give us the ability to silence all our critics when we're right. Now, the reason I put that in there is because God doesn't back wrongdoing, no matter who we are. Just because we're his children, if we do wrong, then we're going to suffer for the wrong we do. But if we're right, he'll help us fight. Amen. Luke 21 and 15 says, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries, our opponents, in other words, should not be able to gainsay nor resist. And that word gainsay means to dispute, disagree. And the word resist means to withstand or to counter. You know, sometimes we can be found in a situation where people are arguing against what we stand for. They are arguing against uh, our viewpoints and, and the values we hold and why we see things the way we see them. But God says, listen, I'm going to give you the tongue of the learned. I'm going to give you a mouth. In the world, we call it a mouthpiece. I like what it says in the living Bible. It says, for I will give you right words and such logic. Now, the Bible is logical. It makes sense that none of your opponents will be able to reply. So that's what God would do for us. You know, the Bible makes us wise. Amen. It makes us wise. It, Isaiah 54 and 17 Part C Now this is the third part I was talking about It says this is the heritage Of the servants of the Lord And their righteousness is of me Said the Lord So when he says this is the heritage This is some of the benefits We enjoy By being servants of the Lord Right That's part of our benefit package Having God as our what Defense attorney Our defender and then it says that the vindication will come from me out of lord hell spoken and that's coming out of new living translation of the bible god is also which is my fifth point our vindicator god will vindicate us amen in the presence of our enemies look what it says right here in psalms 37 32 it says the wicked watcheth the righteous. So that lets us know that people who are wicked, amen, they're watching us. They're looking for something that they can find. And then it, it says, and seek it to slay him. Their intentions are to kill us. Amen. Now, that's not always talking about a physical killing. It's talking about the killing of our reputation, our influence, etc. You know, those type of things. But in some countries, I would say this. Believers are facing literal death because of their stance for God, amen, for the Lord Jesus Christ. They're facing death. And look what it says, verse 33, the Lord would not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. God won't allow the, the enemy to have his way with us, amen. He's not going to leave us in his hand. I like what it says in the New Living. It says that the Lord will not let the wicked succeed or let the godly be condemned when they're put on trial. You see there, he's our vindicator. Like I said before, he's our defense attorney. That's one of the benefits of accepting Christ. As long as we're in the right, amen, and we're standing on the principles of the word of God, 
we can be assured that we have the victory in Christ. Now, with that being said, I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Thanks for tuning in. Be blessed. In Jesus' name.